Hold on here. Where is that? Is your... Oh, there it is. Okay. Is yeah, your camera was covered. I'm like, how come, I, how come I'm not seeing anybody? Are you good? I hope so. Uh-oh. But you're in without an update Hold on. Something happened here. I was there and then it went away. What did it say? It, had, it just had my, my muff shot there and then it went. Uh, it says your meeting should start in a few seconds. So what's happening is that um, you're the one who starts the meeting? Yeah. Okay. So, and you were logged in as yourself? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what happened is it's not recognizing you. It's not. Um, weird. Oh, there it is. Oh, okay. So the problem. Okay, so the issue was that that's the browser window, but you you don't need that. Sorry. There you go. Oh, okay. So this is a Windows environment, and so it just it does operate a little bit differently. And so, of course, it's recording us, but I don't know how to move it up. I was using this to move it up, but Uh, you can figure it out. But now you're there. So, oh, good. You're doing better than me. Okay. I think so. You know, everything's down here. You can can pause recording until, or it doesn't matter. Um, So, I guess the first time around back on May 6th, I believe it was, um, we put together this document. Uh, I'm trying to remember there was, there were some things going on. I think, I think what it was, was that there was an interest in trying to write, I think this was based off of something that um, Alder Brian Benford said, right? He was willing to kind of rally the troops in terms of the new spring cohort of alders and educate folks on what was going on with the market. And I've, this is where my timing kind of messes up because I can't remember if that was before the homeless shelter vote or if it was after. Um, but I think, you know, the situation kind of changed though between the sixth and, and today. And so then the trajectory of this memo also changed. And, and so we sat on it for a little while and now we're at a point again where, uh, the memo makes sense to send, right? We have the $400,000 in. ARPA funding for the, uh, Madison Public Market Foundation that is going to be on the Common Council agenda for the sixth. The, the situation around the new, you know, crop of alders has not changed. They're still new. They're not, you know, many of them might not be incredibly familiar with the, the Madison Public Market Project. And so this document serves as kind of a primer and a source of background information where the project is now, the trajectory of the project for folks who may not be super aware of all of those details. So one of the things that we did, you know, we always had the project background and historical timeline. None of that has really changed. One thing we did add, uh, and a big shout out to Lindsay Day Farnsworth, who's not on this call, and then Mike himself, was we added information around, um, at least loose information, on kind of the state of BIPOC business owners within the state of Wisconsin in terms of kind of demographically how BIPOC folks are represented as just a proportion of the population and then as a proportion of business owners and how the, there are disparities between those numbers um, in that it's not even representation even in terms of um, the demographic representation within the state. And so 
But one thing that we noted was that within the food sector, it actually, it's one of the economic sectors that has the highest representation of BIPOC business ownership within the state of Wisconsin. And that, and that the Madison public market is a vessel and a vehicle towards continuing that trajectory. And so we stated and discussed the RESJ analysis that was done um, and some of the things that came out of that specifically the market ready program, right? So so that that language we heard loud and clear at the 5-6 um, PMDC meeting. And so we added elements to kind of bolster that within the memo. Again, the historical timeline, um, I don't think we've hit any like, you know, super major milestones since this was written. And so that, that timeline has essentially stayed the same. Um, just to skip forward, this is the timeline. Oh, Matt Miklajewski also thought it would be good to provide a an explicit summary of what the Madison Public Market Project is and what it, and again, not so much what it's done to date, that's what the timeline is for, but more what it is, you know, kind of the basics around location and size, the vendor mix and the sales and revenue generation uh, potential. So, you know, and this probably looks familiar to you. I just took this all straight from the business plan. Um, I mean, I adapted it a bit, but um, it, it's pretty much from the business plan. And I think it gives kind of a short synopsis of uh, these different, you know, elements on location and size, vendor mix for, the alders and, and I guess anybody else who will read it. Um, so that's included. And then we also updated, I think we got, we got feedback from the foundation around uh, certain elements. Oh, I should jump to the top here. We took the foundation off actually in terms of the logo that was on the older version, because I think the idea here is that this will be a letter solely from the city to the alders, from city staff to the alders. And the idea is that then the foundation can do some behind the scenes work in terms of talking to individual alders and talking about the project, things like that. So it's kind of a, you know, a one-two punch in that regard. Um, but we got the feedback to, you know, in a nice way to take the logo off of, of the foundation and make this a, a solely city staffer letter. Um, additionally, we also updated the budget, right? Originally, the budget was thought to be around $13.5 million with the addition of the Food Innovation Center and the uh, elevating cost of construction. That, that cost is now estimated to be between 16 and 17 million. And we talked about that in here. We also talked about some of our funding potential from the EDA grant and other fundraising opportunities that are going on right now. Um, so all of that again is, is updated. And then the last thing here that's new to this version of the document is um, elements around uh, the ARPA resolution and the ARPA funding that's going in for operational funding for the, for the foundation, really because of I mean, we're being recorded here, I'll just say it though, really because of the delays of the Common Council uh, and, and the city in many regards that has like pushed the timeline of this project back. You know, the foundation didn't budget to, to run into 12 to 24 month delays in the project. So it, it stands to reason that if we're the ones kind of causing the, the delays and the issues, we would step up with the funding. And so that's all wrapped in there with the uh, American Rescue Plan Act uh, funding resolution, which is... Um, I guess the foundation component is a, is a very small part of a much larger funding package that the mayor has presented and that will go to Common Council next week, Tuesday. Um, and then there's also a little timeline here around future Common Council actions. So the first one being the ARPA assistance, the next one having to do with the lease and operating agreement, uh, the EDA fund, um, construction contract and, and uh, bid timelines, as well as the men's shelter and UDC approvals. So, you know, it's a five-page document. I think before it was like a two-and-a-half or three-page document. So it's a much more robust document, I'd say now. I think it takes into account a lot of um, feedback and updates that the foundation wanted to see, but also things that I think are just um, – that make this a more comprehensive document for the alders themselves, right? I mean, 
I don't know of many questions that a person could ask that's not familiar with the project that isn't in some way answered by this document. So I do think it is a very holistic, comprehensive document at this point, and that it's in good shape to um, hopefully send out tomorrow morning. That's that's kind of our timeline. We'd like to send this to all alders, you know, CCing the mayor and you know foundation members um, on on this letter tomorrow, um, so so that they have it well in hand before the common council. So I guess, yeah, I was just going to say, I guess I'll just open it up to questions and uh, discussion and Barry, I see your hands up. Yeah, I just wanted to say I think this is a great job. I like the document, and I especially like the format where you go to the end of what the common council might have to do. And I thought the putting in there the line of a, any approvals related to relocating the temporary men's homeless shelter from the site and just put that in the context was very well and very subtly done. Yeah. It's all about subtlety, Barry. That's what we're about. <laughs> Thank you. Barry, other, other questions for George? Oh, Patrick. Thanks. Uh, I, I also like this a lot. And as somebody who knows a fair amount of this, but I'm relatively new to this public market game. I really appreciate the detail and those subtleties you mentioned. I think that's great. Um, one suggestion about alders who are, I, I think, the primary audience for now. Um, alders, I, I guess, have a lot to read and some are more willing to read than others. <laughs> so uh, I would you know, I, I think whatever email introduces this document should also, you, you probably thought of this, but I would really uh, reiterate that, hey, I'd, we'd love to talk to you too, if if that's how a particular alder might want to learn some of this if, if the document doesn't do it. Okay, and actually, yeah, exactly. One of the things I think we were saying is if there, you know, I was going to say something along the lines of if you have any uh, questions or concerns, uh-oh, sorry, I'm getting a call here, um, any questions or concerns, you know, reach out to city staff. Additionally, you know, Madison Public Market Foundation members will be reaching out to, to alders on the Common Council to talk more about the project, to answer any questions you all may have, but feel free to reach out, you know, proactively to staff if you have questions either on the memo after reading it, or if you just like to have a, I mean, I'm not going to say it like that, but like, if you have questions, you know, about the memo, but don't necessarily want to read the memo. <laughs> right. Right. I but think I, cause I, cause I get what you're saying all the heck, like, you know, it's, it's five pages. It's like 2,500 words. I mean, you know, people are strapped for time and press, so um, they might just want to have a conversation instead of, you know, reading a document. Right. And um, I'm not sure if there will be, many questions about the 400k of ARPA assistance being, you know, earmarked for the foundation. The meeting I just came from was a presentation from yep. finance staff mostly about, you know, the current breakdown of ARPA. So that there could be some, some questions about that because there were some alders who just in this previous meeting, they, they weren't mentioning that in particular, but they, they wanted to know where do these numbers come from? Where does that 400K come from? Where does the money that's earmarked for a homeless shelter come from? Is that number realistic? You know, so there could be some, it could be good to have, you know, the, some, uh, words about the basis for that number handy too. 
Oh, yeah. So I'll be at the, the meeting on Tuesday, and we actually do have those numbers in hand from the foundation in terms of what is the – like, how did we land on $400,000? So there is a rationale behind it, and we're ready to discuss that if the questions come up. But yeah. that, you're absolutely right. That's a that's a really good point because, <laughs> you know, you don't want to just be making up funding numbers out of thin air. Like, usually people frown upon that. Right, and I, I don't doubt that there are numbers behind it, but I've already heard other alders asking some questions about – this kind of thing, you know, where, so you might, you might get those questions. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Another uh, other questions. Um, maybe this is included in the update, but I, or will be, but I do have a question about the, um, I, I agree with, um, um, you know, that, that great subtle language approvals related to relocating the temporary men's shelter. Can you just um, tell us how does the ARPA funding impact the temporary men's shelter change? How is that being presented to Alders and the public? I, I think it's a little confusing to know. Yeah, actually, I mean, it's great timing. Matt Mikulajewski just jumped into the room. Okay. I, don't okay. know, I don't know if you, I don't know if you want to answer it. If you want me to take well, a stab out. Yeah, I. I Maybe then, then we could hold that question until um, we're finished making the comment. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a good point. Yeah, let's let's maybe wrap this up. If there's any other feedback on the the memo, maybe we can just roll that question into the next steps discussion. I definitely appreciate um, Patrick your comment about of the email and um, you know making that strong so that people um, really understand that it's a complex. And we will be following, but we, you know, and we may not be following up before the sixth. But um, if anybody reaches out, we will be following up for sure. So. Okay. Well, like I said, the I guess the the next steps for this particular and memo for an approval of this, we're just no. Okay. Yeah, and I'm sorry, I think I have a lag on my internet here, so I apologize if I cut you off. And I was just going to say, I think the next steps are, I, I don't actually, that's actually a good question. I don't know if we need a formal motion for approval of the document. I don't think it would hurt. But um, the, the next steps are going to be that, you know, if, if we're all happy with what we see here, um, sending that in an all alders email to, um, to the Common Council tomorrow morning, and then to Alder Hex Point, obviously including kind of outlets for, if folks have questions or comments or want to have, you know, just a conversation about this memo or the information contained within it, um, they can feel free to reach out to staff. And, and then also maybe hinting at the idea that, you know, Public Market Foundation members uh, would love to engage in conversation around the market and uh, we'll, we'll also be reaching out accordingly. Okay, yeah, just, cool. just one more quick comment on that. So I, I think... You know, just given the timing of all of this, the foundations um, um, was was thinking that rather than trying to flood people, you know, around a holiday weekend, we would reach out actually after the six. There are a lot of decisions that are going to be made and um, um, so that we can have more fruitful conversations. Yeah. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I don't know how many people are going to be checking their emails <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> Okay. Um, right. I, guess, I guess I'm not, you know, I know that sometimes um, we need to notify in our um, 
agenda if we're going to, to actually take a vote. But I think if the minutes just know that there were no, you know, that there were no concerns and that um, there was a good review of this, I think that's probably fine. Okay, cool. Okay. Well, I, will, I, will, I will stop sharing. Oh, oh somebody else. No, that was just me and Mike. I was just going to say I will note in the minutes that there were no real objections to anything. Okay. Okay. Thanks. All right. Okay. Greetings, Matt. Thank you for joining us. Um, so we just finished, as you heard, that uh, review, an excellent document, lots of really um, wonderful improvements since May, and appreciate all the work. Um, so I think we're it's time for the update that we talked about, and I, maybe I kind of kicked things off by asking how the ARPA funding for the temporary, um, for the men's shelters um, might impact that line about um, moving the temporary men's shelter. So if we could start with, if you have an answer to that, and then we can go on. Sure, so, so just to clarify, you're referring to the funding that's in the ARPA resolution that has nothing to do with the public market that's just devoted to, to the men's public yeah. facilities? Well, I mean, I, I think that, you know, just at a general level, that funding is is a positive forward for the, the temporary men's homeless shelters. Um, you know, there's multiple sort of discussions and multiple threads happening through the discussion about the provision of homeless housing. The one that, of course, is most important to us is the actual permanent men's homeless shelter. You may recall that in addition to some of the land use concerns that individuals had around the Zaire Road site, at that time, there was still some uncertainty as to exactly where the funding was going to come from. So certainly this allocation of ARPA funding helps to close that financial gap in the permanent men's home shelter project. Having the council approve that resolution that approves making funding available for uh, that purpose reduces some of the unknowns that it had existed previously. So I, I think it's a very positive step. Can I just ask, does it shift it from a, to a majority vote from a, a supermajority? Um, I don't know 100% for sure. There are multiple pieces involving county funding, and I'm not 100% sure exactly how all that's going to work and what's going to require a supermajority versus a simple majority item. So, so my, my best answer is I just don't know for sure. Okay. Great, thanks. Um, so that, yeah, appreciate it. I mean, I think, I think you know, that it's certainly there, these two are connected, so we need to be able to talk to people about this. And I've already had questions from other people, you know, about that. So um, is there, is it, is it any other questions on that issue, particularly from anybody? Oh, Alder Heck, yeah. Thanks, Anne. Uh, Matt, I, I, I was, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm assuming that the resolution that uh, uh, the council will take up will require it's it's all about amending the 2021 budget so i assume it's all going to be a package vote in a supermajority context correct yes that's correct this this arpa resolution will be certainly a supermajority because it is to your point a budget amendment 
what I don't know is moving forward if that means that there's that if the future votes related to the permanent men's homeless shelter will be simple or super. That that I don't know for sure. That makes sense. Thanks. Thanks. Good. Great. So, um, Matt, are there other issues that we should be um, aware of in um, as next steps for the market? Sure. So, I mean, I can just kind of provide a brief summary as to things that we've been working on in recent weeks. And, and um, you know, I think that Anne has alluded to some of this uh, before I came on the call, but obviously we're going to provide this memo to the council and offer ourselves to the alders, especially the new alders, uh, to be available to answer questions or concerns they have about the public market project as a whole. Uh, and, you know, certainly it sounds like the foundation is going to be doing a similar outreach, especially to the new alders, to have those conversations. We have on Tuesday uh, the ARPA resolution going before the full council for approval. Uh, I, I believe Alder Heck was at the briefing that we just had. I can't remember. Um, but uh, there were um, really very few questions on behalf of the council, and, and there was a, a healthy majority of the council at that briefing. So knock on wood, um, assuming the $400,000 for the foundation moves forward, uh, we will then work on negotiating a contract with the foundation for use of those funds and, and proceed down that path. Um, other items that we are currently working on uh, relative uh, to the public market project specifically, uh, we had a very good work session earlier this week, actually a couple work sessions with the EDA to continue with answering their questions and forwarding them information and having it formatted to meet their needs uh, so that uh, that continues. And I think it's still going to be probably a month or a little more before we get a firm yes or no from them, just based on the time it's going to take for us to prepare some additional responses to their questions and then the time for them to review those. But that work continues. Uh, likewise, our understanding is that the foundation is continuing with their work relative to, to private fundraising and, and looking at at all opportunities to uh, provide support uh, for the project financially. And, and as staff, we're certainly uh, happy to continue working with the foundation as, as we can be helpful. Um, so that's, you know, those are really sort of the immediate next steps is wrapping up that EDA support, uh, working with the foundation on continued work for private support, and then beginning to prepare the new alders and some of the older alders, but especially the new alders for giving them an update regarding what the project is and where we're at, recognizing that then in the months ahead, they're going to start seeing an increasing number of resolutions related to the public market. And, and George showed some of those in the, the memo uh, that we shared. And happy to answer any questions that anyone has. Yeah, I guess I would, um, you know, I, I, I know we, I would just add to, for the PMDC members that are here on the call, um, you know, you all have been with this project for a very long time and, um, contributed greatly. And, um, I would encourage you to be part of that outreach. In fact, I think, um, when, when that, um, 
memo is sent to alders if the PMDC members could be included in the CC. Um, I think that would be great. George just mentioned the foundation, but I think, you know, that was probably just, you know, um, maybe automatic that the PMDC would be included. Um, and I, and I guess I just, you know, I don't think we need to, I, my feeling is with this, we have this very strong document. Um, we don't need to coordinate outreach in some incredibly, you know, um, um, be close behind, you know, closed door. I mean, we're just, it's just an open thing. If you know Alders and I, and I know many of you do, um, reach out and just tell them that you're available and, and that, um, you know a lot about this and you're happy to talk. It would be just, um, this is really a very good timing because it's not a crisis. It's sort of like, this is the time to, be able to delve deeply into something without some deadline that's, you know, I mean, assuming that this passes on the 6th, we're, we're really more in um, a good information sharing mode. Would you say, am I right, Matt, as far as you see it? Yes, right now, like, I think the way to look at it is the next couple months are sort of information sharing and education, recognizing that as we get into the fall, uh, we're likely going to start needing to be forwarding resolutions uh, to the, the Common Council. And and those are resolutions that, can you just remind us, I mean, those are resolutions that will come, many of them will come to the PMDC first still, right? Yes. The, probably as like an informational to the PMDC, and then once they're formally introduced, likely formally referred to the PMDC for action. Okay, okay. Does anybody have any other questions? Um, I guess the, yeah, no, I guess the only other thing I'm, I'm just going to ask is, as part of this July 6th process, can Alders, um, is it like the budget where they can sort of take things in and out of this um, package, or is it kind of all or nothing? How is it being presented? I mean, I think realistically, an alder could propose an amendment to this package that would remove something. I think that that's fully within the bounds of what's legal. Okay. Well, I know that um, there will be some foundation board members on the, um, on the you know, registering, um, probably just to answer questions. So that'll be also, um, George mentioned that he'll be on, but that will also be some backup. And I think... If you're, if you're, um, on this committee and, you know, Jeff or Katie or Barry or Tim, it would be great to, um, have you do that if you're, if you're able to. I know I'm going to, I'm going to be on vacation, but, um, you know, it, it is a really important, um, um, it, it is a, it, it is really a really necessary and important, um, thing that, uh, um, that this funding is approved. So. And 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 we did have a question. Maybe you heard that, Matt. But we do have we do have the um, the pre development pro forma that could be shared um, and discussed if there are any questions about how the money um, would be used. So and it's kind of similar, if you remember, to the um, res to the funding that the foundation received. Um, gosh, was that five years ago? Maybe now. Um, 
And so we used many of the same categories, legal expenses and um, hiring a new director and some fundraising expenses, which we've cut back on because we've largely raised all the funds. So um, happy to, you know, share that detail if it's needed. So, I mean, you guys have, George and Matt, you have it. So. All right. If there are no other, are there any other comments? Anything anybody needs, wants to share as far as a update? All right, seeing none, um, I'll look for a motion to adjourn. Moved. Is that, was that? Jeff. Okay, thank you. And, oh, Jeff, okay. Second. Okay. <laughs> And Barry, all right. Um, motion of uh, all in favor, please say aye. Yep. Aye. Opposed? No. Aye. All right. Okay. 